Hello, Sam. Hi, Justin. Hi, Sam. Hello, Jackie. Hello, Justin. Hi, Jackie. Hello, Hugh the Winged Serpent. Hello, Space Ghost. Greetings! I am Space Ghost. Hello, Shaft. Damn right. Hello, creepy thing from that Mountain Dew commercial. Puppy monkey, baby. Hi, Lionel. Hello. Hey, Arnold. I hope you leave enough room for my fist, because I'm gonna ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine! Yeah! Hi, cat who says hello on the internet. Hello, Jerry. Hello, Newman. Hello, prune face. Just shut You had me at hello. Hi, Eeyore. Thanks for noticing me. Hi, Ash. Hail to the king, baby. Hello, the biggest thing ever. Well, that was weird. Hello, and welcome to Stinker Madness, the podcast for bad movie lovers by actual bad movie lovers. I do want to say hello to our fans, though, because we've got some of the best out there. Uh, thank you for everybody that uh, has downloaded this month. If you're new to the podcast, put your feet up and relax. We're going to talk about some fun stuff. I am your host, Justin. With me, as always, is my two lovely co-hosts. One of them is a lady named Jackie. The other one is Sam. You Who? can take your pick which one's more lovely. I don't think I'm all that lovely. Hmm. I cannot compete in the beard department. I just can't. It's a lovely beard. It's like a spring garden beard. April just can't come soon enough. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, is that it's that's May month? Cinco de Mustache. Oh, yeah. Cinco de Mustache. It's going to be a real good one this year, though. Uh huh. Yeah. I bet your face is getting warm because it's not cold where we're at anymore. No, it's not. Yeah. It hailed today, though. Yeah, well, that has nothing to do with the temperature, really. I mean, you can... Chunks of ice falling through the air. It's, uh, I believe hail is <laughs> <Chilly>. caused... <laughs> it's chilly. Yeah, but you can have uh, like 100 degrees and it's hail it, on ground level. I believe that that's like, hail gets frozen way the fuck up there, and that's the difference between hail and snow. So it's like airplane poop? It's like past guess... the airplane, like in the stratosphere. Oh. Like space poop. Like, maybe it's the Russian satellites poop? I don't know. It's Mr. Freeze's tears... If he was a god, which he is not. Kuopati. Kuopati world. <laughs> Kuopati Kuopati, Kuopati would, Cleveland. Would you invite me? No, nobody likes nobody you, Mr. Freeze. Nobody likes you. Damn it. All right, so this week we've got some streaming do's and don'ts. Uh, we're going to start out with uh, one on YouTube called Hands of Steel, starring... Uh, anybody? Could you think of anybody that was in Hands of Steel? Or also known by its American title, Atomic Cyborg? I... Yeah, no. Was there somebody in that? Was John Saxton in that? John Saxton was in that. Okay, there you go. John Saxton from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. A uh, bunch of crappy movies. bunch of crappy movies. <laughs> Some 70s TV shows, He's, too. he's either yeah. a dad or a cop in basically everything he does. But he's usually the bad guy. Unless it's a 70s TV show, then he's the cop. But then he has a concern face. And nobody really likes him. I don't think he has any depth. 
No. I'm not sure if I'm a fan of John Saxon. If I see John Saxon, I'm going to be like, hey, I probably should watch this movie, but I don't know if I'm a fan of John Saxon. It's like Joe Don Baker. Like, Ugh. I like Joe Don. Yeah, you like him in theory until you see him on television, then you're like, God, Joe Don, man, you stink. <laughs> what was that shit that Joe Don was in that he was just so awful in recently? Uh, we watched the, was the monkey movie. We always talk about the monkey movie. Uh, oh, Congo. Congo, yeah. Good Lord, was he terrible. Yeah. Anyways, he probably should... had the most sweatiest balls during the oh, shooting of he, that movie. His whole because you look at him and you're like, Ugh. his he that man has to put out more head sweat than an enti- the entire country of the Congo itself. Lame. It's hot down in Africa. I'm assuming. That, I'm assuming the residents sweat a lot. You know, because it's warm. So Af- so Toto was full of shit. <laughs> Fuck those guys. <laughs> they do the not bless the rains down in Africa. Well, it's just the entire Africa. We are rambling. Yeah. Atomic Cyborg. Streaming do's and don'ts. Atomic Cyborg. That was streaming. That wasn't part of the movie pack. Uh, it was part of the movie pack, but we're going to call it a streaming do's and don'ts because it's actually on YouTube as well, which oh, I will post excellent. a link on our <laughs> website if you want to check out Hands of Steel, which is basically a guy that's more machine now than man. Uh, but he's just cruising around the desert, picking on Lincoln Hawk's crew, like the, truck driving arm wrestlers. The guy was somebody, though, too, wasn't he? He was like in a uh, soap opera. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. He was a soap, uh, like a Days of Our Life type dude. Yeah, I think it was General Hunter. Ha- handsome. Young, he was our young he's and the handsome restless man guy. number six in Take Your Pick of Soap Opera from the 80s. He stinks. He stinks. Yep. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, an atomic cyborg wandering the desert, protecting diner he just, owners. He just ends up at this diner. I mean, he's not trying to protect shit. He just ends up there and he's like, dude. Yeah, but he has to protect the lady, the owner. Yeah. But and her he's sweet just, boobs. Yeah, he's just like, oh, dude, boobs in a bed. I'm in. Yeah. I'll go chop all of this firewood yeah. in like 10 minutes. With my shirt off, of course. Yeah. There was a lot of, of nip in this movie. Just not ladies. Yep. Men nipples. And then he gets into a clash with truck driving arm wrestlers i swear this was a ripoff of over the top well it's this funny is behind the scenes that, over the top because this movie comes out just one year later after over the top which why would you honestly god ever want to rip off over the top like if you watch it one time you're like you know what that's i i am not a good director but i know that that is not how you do it and then you make like well i really like that truck driving arm wrestling thing you know i thought when i was a kid that over the top was a deal because everybody was talking about it. Well, everybody, so, is, yeah, I mean, it was a deal. So then you just got to do it because it was a deal. It then. was a deal. Yeah, yeah. You got to write every off every truck deal. Driving arm wrestlers, though. Yeah. Was that a thing? Like, because that's two movies now that have truck driving arm wrestlers. Is that? Are we now past coincidence and it's a thing? It's a underground thing. Art that imitating they're bringing light. light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, what are we gonna give uh, Hands of Steel? I kind of liked it. I'm giving it a two. Yeah, I'm giving it a 60% too. It was yeah, a little slow. And it also got a little preachy in spots, but uh, there were some really fucking stupid scenes in it that were awesome. Uh, that uh, were, uh, like si- again, 60% awesome, 40%? Ugh, what the fuck? And it made a uh, huge mistake for me when I looked up Janet Agron, who was the female lead. The She owns the truck stop. Uh-huh. The first four pictures of her, she's stark-ass naked on a Google search. She keeps her clothes on in that yeah, movie. You gotta know. come on now. I don't know what the deal is with that. Yeah. Next up is also on YouTube and also in the science fiction invasion pack uh, that we mentioned a couple weeks ago, which you should go buy if you didn't already. It's uh, at Walmart. It's only eight dollars. It's fifty great bad movies. Every single one of them you could watch on that thing. So go get that and then follow along with us. But this is uh, uh, on YouTube as well. 
It's Top Line, starring Franco Nero and George Kennedy. Top Line's awesome. Yeah, I like Top Line. You didn't watch Top Line, did you, Jackie? You fell asleep or had to do something, but uh, Franco Nero... Oh, no, Nero. she watched the first three quarters of it, and then it got too goopy for her. Yeah, yeah, it was too goopy. And then you were like, oh, this is too goopy, and you started doing Cyborg's laundry. Cyborg's face is getting shot off. Yeah, it's a it's, this is a fucking Nanner's movie. It's weird. It's Nicaragua? Colombia? Yeah, it was Colombia. Uh, yeah, Cartagena. Cartagena takes place. Yeah. And he's like uh, borderline Alan Quartermain, but he's kind of a scumbag version of Alan Quartermain. Indiana and he's Jones, a journalist. Kind of. Kind of adventure type guy. Swarthy, uh, buttons off the four buttons down my shirt, a little bit of chest hair, and I'm a little sweaty. But you never know. I look like I could get into adventure. Like, yeah. I, just, hey, there's adventure there. I'm going for it type, type scenario. And he has to, like, he's a photographer, so he's got a, like... Writer. Writer. He's got to come up with a story, and he, he gets the... Uh, he hears about, like, a cave, and he goes up into this cave, and there's a fucking pirate ship that has an alien ship attached to it. Which is, you know, that's the weird situation, or is it? Because he finds out about it because the lady he's nailing is like, yeah, my boyfriend found all these this gold in the mountain. From a pirate ship. From a pirate ship. And he's like, what? And then he goes and meets her, the guy, and Paco. Yeah, Paco. And uh, they don't really have any altercations, Mm -mm. which is almost weirder than the spaceship in the pirate ship. My husband, I'm boning you right now. We're having the sex. Just so you know, my husband found a spaceship. I think she's a boyfriend. Either way. I don't know. There's no animosity between these two. Is he gonna... Is is Paco really gonna say anything? He's got little to no education. He probably doesn't realize what's going on. He knows where the gold is. But he he thinks she has a good job in town. Mm, Boning a guy. Being a hooker? She's she's got a good job in town working at this hotel, and that's probably what she told him. Mm. And she's Mm. probably just boning customers. Okay. All right. Well, either and, way, you know, honestly, she wasn't that pretty. She's like a scrape no, in the no, bottom of the no, barrel no, for no, hookers. No, I don't know. I haven't seen a lot of hookers. Maybe they're all kind of scuzzy like that. Right. But well, I think we're spending too much time on the backstory of Paco and bleh. Uh Either <laughs> and way, hooker. they find he finds spaceship attached to a pirate ship, and then shit goes fucking nanners because all of the governments of the world want to get their hands on this thing. And then the aliens want to get their hands on this thing. No, like, they that's our alien like, ship. Give that oh, back to us. Everybody's going to want this. And he thinks it's all the governments of the world. But what it really is is the aliens have infiltrated all the governments of the world. And they're just trying to shut so, him yeah, up. So it's almost like a they live situation. But they're it's, sending cyborgs and, and gun guys and George Kennedy. And there's a the extended chase sequence of uh, Franco Nero on foot getting chased by George Kennedy in a car that makes absolutely no goddamn sense, and it's beautiful. It is. I, w- I think I named it Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Terminator, colon, they live. Versus the Predator. Yeah. Multiple Terminators. Versus Goopy Face. I don't know. Goopy Face got, Terminators were... This just got too weird for me. Yeah, I, I I backed out. Yeah, it's it's far out, for sure. It's far out. It's not Italian. It's not, not as far out as, as other Franco Nero movies, by any means, but uh, this is a weird one. It's a weird one. I'm going to give it a don't. All right. Well, I fucking loved it. I fucking loved I, it, too. I almost say, stop what you're doing right now. Go watch Top Line. It's bad shit. The beginning's a little dry, but then as soon as, like, because it, it just takes a left turn you're like dry film dry film well is he indiana jones or what's he what's he doing is he gonna you know just bang ladies and then all of a sudden left turn yeah what the fuck there's a cyborg and in jackie's defense the terminator is really 
goopy. His face it's really is goopy. Green and icky. It's very yuck. It's gross. It was gross. He had a case of the gr- gross face. Yes, he did. Well, yeah, two dudes from Sam and I on Top Line. If you like Franco Nero, do not miss out. Uh, last but not least, Jackie and I watched this by herself on HBO Now. It's called Unfriended, and it was apparently a big fucking deal. I heard about it. <laughs> it has got... The only reason like we're really talking about it right now is it's got a 59 Metacritic score, which is solid. It's not super yeah. high, but Slant Magazine gave it an 80... Uh, Rolling Stone, which go fuck yourself uh, every single can't time. Trust them but gave anymore. him a seventy-five, and like, wow, what a really innovative, neat, new idea. Uh, you know, it, so the the concept is it, 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 all it is 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 a one take film, but it's all on a computer. You're looking at somebody's screen who's a millennial that is tied into every goddamn thing. She's on Facebook. She's chatting with her friend, like a group of other six millennials. They're all in college. They're on Skype and private IMs, and they're she's googling shit and Wikipediaing things and watching YouTube's and and all these other things are flashing up on her screen. And you never break from the computer screen the entire fucking movie ever, not once. And it's all you know one take type thing, but it's not because you can cut into you know the when you switch im programs yeah i guess stop the frame right there and cut and blah 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 and then go back to the to the skype window and hey let's take two but it's a horror movie it's uh essentially a shaky bullshit spooky ghost horror movie so you had me like i was going wow this is going to be fucking impossible to watch and then you added horror i was like why don't you just kick me in the balls because it has the best poop special effects you have ever seen in your life just fast forward to the end of the poop special effect maybe it's not a special effect maybe it's poop (laughs) i don't know it was these budgets that they have on these things the poop what are you talking about so at the very end the only ones that's left is the original girl who starts the film Uh, right oh yes the reason why there is a spooky ghost is because revenge don't say anything more because it is the spooky ghost spooky ghost because of poop let's just put it down to that fucking horseshit this movie was 80 from slant magazine <laughs> this movie it's not so sp- stupid she, yeah we're laughing about that but it's not supposed to be funny it's supposed to be like oh yeah fuck those teenagers man fuck them get them spooky ghost fuck all of them fuck the spooky ghost too you are absolutely right it's like oh man i have no interest in that how that's unviewable and then you add spooky ghost on top of it and it's like what the fuck what did anybody see in this thing it is shit and it wasn't like it was a big reveal at the end about nope. what happened. It was like, oh. You hate everybody from the get-go. Yeah, you do. It's got the same problem with all the other shaky camera movies, even though it's not a shaky camera movie where it's like, just put the camera down and do something else. Like, just get off the fucking internet. Here, yeah. Here's the problem. Go outside. They, there's guys out there doing stuff like there's people out in the park and they're tossing the frisbee around dogs are being walked uh there's uh you know you can go to a movie or dinner or something they just are like i well i can't get off the internet even though there's a spooky ghost on here who's trying to kill me so you could make like a logan's run or a thx 1138 in the same manner where they're actually their world there is the computer Mm -hmm. and they're gonna make it out but the problem is you couldn't even watch that because you're so goddamn tired of watching these YouTube clips oh, God that damn uh, there's just no way to do it. And even if you made it to the end, the only way it'd be funny is if they're like holding their hand over their face like Robert Duvall and then they get hit by a newspaper. 
Yeah. That would be good. Yeah, yeah. So the reason I bring this thing up, which I'm giving it a do not. Absolutely ah. do not. Never in a million years. And just because the, the poop was like, you and I laughed about it, but dude, two <laughs> hours funny. of watching fucking millennials on their computer to get to one poop joke. And it's not even a joke. It's just like, wow, that was that was poop. Poop. That's pretty good poop special effects. So I give it a don't, Jackie. Don't. Yeah. Just, just fast forward <laughs> okay. to the end so you can even. see the poop right. effect. Um, so... Here, so I watched a documentary the other day that was on Stars about uh, one of those film, like uh, the story of film documentaries. I don't even know what you call it—a filmography. It's not a filmography, but you know, like, we're, like Machete Maidens Unleashed, and uh, to a degree, uh, while uh, Electric Boogaloo. You know, yeah. we're going to talk about a bunch of films, and it was about slashers. And back in the '80s, slashers were huge. Uh, you got Jason and, and Mike Myers, and then uh, you know, ten thousand. Ten thousand spinoffs, including you know, Town uh, Treaded Sundown and uh, uh, Pieces and Curtains and all these other shitty slasher movies, except for Pieces, which is awesome. But um, they're all stupid, and they usually involve teenagers dying. Now we're in a period of horror movies where all these shaky camera movies are stupid, and they all involve teenagers dying. Why do we hate these as opposed to why did we love? Freddie and Jason and, you know, guys with knives and arrows chopping people's heads off as opposed to spooky ghosts that are stuck in the Internet. Well, I don't think that there's as much fear, real fear in the in the spooky ghost as there is in the slasher. In the slasher, you have the real element of true crime and, you know, Son of Sam, all of that was happening. The news was reporting slashings happening. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that there's a certain degree where you have uh, the news sort of embellishing because it's already in the theaters and so you can you know you're going to get the viewers that night showing this but there's an element of real fear there that it's not really the spooky ghost really can't be proven whereas people get stabbed yeah people do get stabbed you've also you know in the 80s you also had uh aids the faceless killer you know that's that's scary and uh you know there i i think you're right the sense of reality tied to it even though it's ridiculous you know jason the unstoppable killing machine getting melted in in toxic waste and then re renewed and yeah. you know all that all that silly stuff there's still an element of real reality to it whereas these vhs uh uh what's some of the other the like, ring where they come through the tv well yeah but there was a level of production behind the ring that wasn't bad but that did set every, a lot of things on the path where there's like the editing where it's like blue everything has to be blue or, or the 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 film stock is edited in post-production yeah. like the tape is flawed yeah that shit but at the same time for every one supernatural slasher there's 15 non-supernatural slashers is kind of where i was going yeah. that, like uh the hitcher right that's fucking scary yeah that could happen to anybody silence the lamps better believe that's a goddamn slasher movie Ugh. it's a really goddamn good movie it's a really good one it's a fucking slasher yeah you can't do that with spooky ghosts. No. I like slasher movies. I love slasher movies. I, I don't hate spooky... I don't hate the idea of a, a ghost movie. I just hate the fucking cheap budget ones that teenagers, I have to believe, are just going to the theater to make out in instead of watch and enjoy and fucking Rolling Stone and Slam and give 80s and 75s on a piece of shit like this because they'd never seen it before. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, and like to go back to where you were saying, Jackie, about The Ring and how it really sort of was like, oh, wow, that was kind of scary. And I thought so, too, because they did one thing really well. They regurgitated the most spooky elements of Poltergeist. 
mm-hmm. adequately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was like, shit, we've been missing this for that long in spooky ghost movies. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if Poltergeist is that good. I haven't seen it since oh, I was it's about, awful. It's about real 16. Bad. Yeah, Craig T. Nelson stinks. It stinks? Yeah, it's not a good movie. Uh, I'm interested to see the, the remake that I haven't watched yet. Uh, and I, I'm kind of not expecting too great of a, no, no, of a turnout for that one, but it, I'd, it, I'd still like to see it. Hey, it didn't make this map for us, so it can't be that bad. Uh, anyways, moving on. Superpower this week. Oh. Yeah, I've got a fun one. Well, okay. it's not really fun, but uh, it's the opposite of fun, actually. <laughs> Slashing. Uh, yes. <laughs> being a homicidal maniac slash internet spooky ghost. Uh, no, never requiring sleep, ever. Oh, my God. That's so weird. You never have to sleep. Ever. You can if you want to, but that you get no health benefits from it. It's just like, well, yeah, I could. Like, like if you if you meet a girl or a man and you bone down and they've got to sleep and you're like, well, I can't just stand stare at the walls. I'm there. I mean, in their apartment, uh, I can't. I guess I could leave or you could just go to sleep and, and just like warp to the morning. Do are you able to avert the psychosis that comes with there not is sleeping? No side effects whatsoever. Okay. You are physically and mentally unhindered by never sleeping. That's weird. It's weird because I was going to do the same thing next week, except it was going to be like you could go about what was I was going to say like two weeks. And then mm. You could sleep 20 hours every two weeks or something never. like that. This one's I want to huh. flat out never. You get a lot done. I think you could get a lot done. Now, the problem with that is, are any of us getting a lot done no. now? Like, I think you'd be terribly bored when everybody else is trying to sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, because everybody else is going to have to take a nap or some yeah. downtime, right? And yeah. so then you either really got to like to be alone during that time and, and like that's your time to rejuvenate or whatever. Or, you know, you're just a sorry sack of shit because you're just like, oh, I'm so lonely. I got to go find a crackhead to hang out with this also not sleeping you could watch a lot of movies. Watch a lot of movies. Pretty much catch up on everything. Yeah. Uh, I, I could relate it to my life. I, I would write a lot, like write a lot on on my novel. But uh, yeah, you could get on a roll that would last like four days instead yeah. of like six hours until you get tired. Right. Uh, but then there's the the social aspect of it. Yes. The not sleeping has no side effects, but being hideously lonely for about eight hours at minimum eight hours a day when every when everybody else you know is sleeping that's your side effect did you say though that you could sleep you could you probably would would you you'd end up just doing it i would you don't even if you would be like yeah no i will well, find something to do i've seen all the internet cats my girlfriend's been looking at me weird, so I'm just going to pretend like I just don't need that much sleep. Yeah, but see, you can take a nap in the evenings. Like, you have that ability now as an adult. Like, well, you know, I'll take a nap. I could. I'm not going to because uh, I think I'm going to try to do something instead. I think it's man's natural propensity to just try to do something. So I think you would go out and stalk the streets. So like you... an Avenger? No, not like... A vigilante? No, just like I'm going to go check out stuff. I'm just going to go uh, see what's happening uh, at uh, Main and 20th Street. Then you'd see it. It would be bad. Uh-huh. So then you'd learn karate 24 hours a day and learn it faster than everybody else by going to different karate classes. And they just think that you're normal, mm-hmm. but you're actually going to karate 24 hours a day. Right. Well, do you ever and get then- tired, though? <laughs> you never get tired. Physically and mentally, nothing. As stated four times now. <laughs> you could win the Tour de France. <laughs> ah, and you wouldn't even have to ride that fast. 
they'd be passing you every day going, what the fuck is going on with that guy? Yeah. How does he keep getting up here? And then you, they go to bed and you just keep going eight. Yep. Yeah, you could win the Tour de France. What about uh, the uh, 24-hour Le Mans car racing? No, because they they're, do they're it in really good sometimes. and they do it in shifts. It's yeah. not like you take breaks. Uh, gumball. You could fucking gumball the shit out of stuff. While everybody's going to the yep. hotel, beep, beep. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that they actually, most of the assholes stayed up on gumball anyway. Yeah, maybe. Because it's can. only about 20-something hours, yeah. 26 hours. Yeah, maybe. You can do, do that. What about, uh, would you become like Nightcrawler? Not Forktail, I mean Jake Gyllenhaal. Would you, Just would you go, go down to that thing on 20 instead of karate? Would you be like, you know what? I'm going to make things happen. That's the danger is that you see some weird shit and then it takes a little bit weirder shit to get anything to work for you. And then uh, mm -hmm. you turn into a fucking psychopath, even though you should have been able to avert the danger. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I think that's the problem. There's some things you could do, but I think eventually... You're going to go insane. The one problem is, is I think that you'd eventually just decide that you were superior. Yeah, I, absolutely. And it wouldn't take that long. It wouldn't take that long. I don't think. I think this is a bad one. Yeah, it's bad. You'd go nuts. I think you would go nuts, Jackie. And you have the ability to become a supervillain because of how much time you have on your hands Indeed. versus everyone else. Right. Yeah, you could totally make some sweet shit happen. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like this one. I'm going to get him five. Whoa. Whoa, because she wants to be a supervillain. Yeah. I think that's the <laughs> All right, Sammy. Give me four. Four. Well, four's not bad. Yeah. Four point five. We've had much worse. That's almost an okay superpower. Yeah, it's just the danger. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, Sam. What have you got on Q, the Winged Serpent? Q, the Winged Serpent, was made in 1982, or released in 1982. Q is for Quetzalcoatl. 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 Which is a word needs either more or less letters. If you gave me or took said letters, I wouldn't know where from or where to put them. According to Aztec legend, Quetzalcoatl is, is a poorly matted rubber penis with wings. <laughs> Actually, according to this movie, Quetzalcoatl is a poorly matted penis with wings. According to Aztec legend, it was the god of wind and learning. Hmm. Quetzalcoatl translate roughly to feathered serpent. Okay. Though beloved by his subjects, they found him confusing, as recounted by this ancient dialogue that I, of course, stumbled across on the internet. Oh. <laughs> the subject of Quetzalcoatl says, I am unsure of the great lesson of wisdom you are currently teaching me. As Quetzalcoatl replies, well, right now I'm just messing up your hair. Because he's the god of wind and learning. And feathers. <laughs> well, the feathers don't have any. The wind, your hair's messed up now. Well, they, you look like you got feathers yeah. on your hair. Yeah, you part. Look, you look yeah. like you got uh, Patrick Muldoon's hair from uh, Starship Troopers. <laughs> hey, some wind could have helped that guy's hair. <laughs> he needs some quizzicotl. Yeah, he does. That should be like a moose. Is that, is that the thing that gives you the shits when you go to Mexico is quizzicotl? Like That's Montezuma's revenge. Montezuma's <laughs> yeah, revenge. dude. Are they related? Are they like bros or something? No, Zayotl is the other one that's big time for the Aztecs. I didn't read about what he does though. Chuthula. It's probably some other family. super strange co like combination. Like he is the god of life and pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> Viewers of this film also find Quetzalcoatl quite confusing for different reasons. Questions arise such as. Why is that penis flying? And really, what is its endgame? 
The film around Quetzalcoatl is equally confusing, as there's no way that man is a police officer. No. Just none. None. Larry Cohen directs, and though I'm a fan of Cohen, as well as a sympathizer and apologist, I think this one got away from him. He had just been fired as director of I, the Jury, which would cost eight times as much and only make a quarter of what Q did, an astounding feat when considering that Q made 255000 against a $1.1 million budget. Yeesh. When suddenly unemployed and having already paid for the week in his hotel, Cohen spent the rest of said week writing the script in full and assembling a cast to make this film. Wow. Yes. The cast isn't bad. No. Their acting stinks, but, you know. Well, his films are usually made at a breakneck speed on a razor's edge. Hell Up in Harlem, the sequel to Cohen's Black Caesar, was made on the weekends while Fred Williamson was making That Man Bolt and Cohen was directing his classic It's Alive. As a director, Cohen is known for his work in the horror and crime genres, as well as his, his, his several collaborations with Fred Williamson and his work at the beginning of his career in the exploitation subgenre. Though accomplished as a director, his writing career is even more prolific. Submissions include Maniac Cop, Sidney Lumet's Guilty as Sin, and even Joe Schumacher's Phone Booth. Mm-hmm. The film poster to Q was painted by Boris Vallejo. Okay. I usually don't mention the poster to a film. By the same token, the poster usually isn't so much better than the film as this one. Mm, it is significantly... It is like, whoa, this is going to be badass. Yeah. You're like, look at that. Look at that. Q's the uh, flying... Hey, man. Q's badass. He just looks like a flying Tootsie Roll to me. It's kind of penis-y. Yeah, with a dickhead. It's a well, the way roll. they shoot it at the first half of the movie, you only get the neck and the wings. And you're mm-hmm. like, flying penis. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's made of Tootsie Rolls. Like, it's wadded up Tootsie Rolls that have been chewed on, shaped like a penis. Michael Moriarty was praised for his performance, somehow, mm-hmm. by Roger Ebert, who gave this film 2.5 stars, which is also kind of high. Yeah, it is. For the time I, period, I, think I mean. he got it, though. Like, Kid, what? It's a disaster. Yeah, it is, but boy, I sure like it. <laughs> I sure like it, too, but that's not for the right reasons. In general, this film's ratings are too high. It's got a 65 on Rotten Tomatoes right now, but most of those reviews are reviews of the time when the film was released. Mm-hmm. And all I can think is that in 1982, just horrid special effects were totally usable. You got, you had a wave of, at that point, uh, stop frame, stop frame. Well, yeah, but a lot of, uh, everybody was trying to knock off jaws at that point as well. They were still on the jaws kick and you know, your animatronics were expensive. So you this got was all stop, stop motion. motion. And animatronics, and nobody was really good at stop motion. What's his name was on the tail end of his career? The good guy, the one good guy in stop animation that you could rely on. And then other than that, it wasn't until uh, Army of Darkness that anybody did stop animation that looked good. RoboCop didn't look that great. RoboCop looked pretty crappy. Oh, Terminator there's the, um, the one in uh, uh, Pee Wee's, the dinosaur. That looks fan-fucking-tastic, and it fits perfectly with the theme. Yeah. I thought that, like, you kind of have to compare it to... Clash of the Titans, the original, mm-hmm. which, which doesn't good. look that good, but nope. it looks so much better than this and some of the yeah. other things that yeah. were happening around this time. Either way, the effects by any scale of the measure are awful. They are, however, as we've said, one of the joys of the film is that it's just such a disaster that they become as hilarious as some of the other things that happened. This will be my third tour of the film, and it should be mentioned that I forgot that Richard Roundtree was in it again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, Richard Roundtree's in this movie, which and I think it's just because he's underused. And uh, 
Carradine. Uh, He's in the movie, and he seems to be completely full of cocaine. Absolutely. Just couldn't couldn't fit any more in him. Now, here's the fun one. Keep an eye out for the screen debut of one John Capodice, or Capodice. Capodice. Aguado from uh, Ace Ventura. (laughs) (laughs) This is Aguado's first movie. (laughs) Nice. Uh, well, Q is an absolutely fantastic time. This is my second time. Uh, Jackie bought me this on DVD for Christmas. Uh, Blu-ray. I, yeah. Or, yeah, Blu-ray. Um, yeah, don't be throwing me under the bus. The reason about we're, quality shit. The reason we're doing it is because I, I already know it's going to be in my year room review. It's going to be one of the top ten best movies I saw this year, which was, this year was the first time I'd seen it. Uh, I love it. It's great. It's a great time. I have not seen it. But I picked this movie solely based on the cover. Yeah, which, which is badass. Yeah. yeah. Very heavy metal. Um, it is on YouTube as well. So we'll put the full movie on our website. Check it out. Do not miss Q. Come back to us on Monday. And in the meantime, get to your giant flying penis. Thank you for listening to Stinker Madness. If this is your first time, we hope you enjoyed it. And we'll come back to listen more. But now, we'd like to ask all of our listeners for a small favor. We aren't ranking as high as we'd like, and we need your help. Would you please take just a couple of minutes to rate and review us on your preferred listening platform, be it iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever else you can. It takes many hours each week to bring you this show, and just a couple seconds of your time is a huge help for us. And for those of you that have already done this, we say thank you. <laughs>